Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode. How are you guys doing right now? How are you dealing with all the changes that have been happening and the anxiety around the coronavirus? It's a lot, and I really hope that those of you who are listening are healthy and in good situations. It can all just be really overwhelming. And I know some of you are at home with families and pets all day now, which is different than your normal routine, Um, which I'm hearing, by the way, that some of the pets, particularly cats, are not enjoying all of this together time. So that's interesting. Um, But for other people who live alone, they may be feeling really isolated and, and alone and I mean, honestly, even people staying at home with their families can still feel a huge void not being able to associate with other family members that don't live with them or their families or communities. So I know it's a really tough time right now. For me, it's been really hard not to be able to see my parents um, or my sister and her family. And, you know, there's a lot of worry that comes with hoping that they'll be safe and healthy and protected. And, you know, it's also a loss not being able to gather on Sundays with my church congregation and associate with all of them. So I've been trying to hold it together, but, you know, have been feeling a huge sense of worry and unrest um, that I just really kept kind of pushing away. And, but Saturday, I finally had a good cry. And it's funny, I was just scrolling through Facebook in the morning and ran across this video that a friend had shared of a father and daughter who were singing the most beautiful song. And it was kind of a prayer to heaven. And the words just touched my heart and it tipped me over the edge. And I just sobbed about everything that had been right below the surface for me that I had just been pushing down over and over. And I did eventually feel better. And I'm sure it's just what I needed. So if you haven't had a good cry yet, I'm hearing that I wasn't the only one who opened the floodgates this weekend. So it might be just what you need if you can possibly get away and even the cry in the closet by yourself. Um, But it might be something that would help you just to be able to kind of let the let it go for a minute and put your guard down and let all those feelings out so that they're not just all bottled up inside. And that leads me to today's subject. Today I decided that I want to share something really important with you that can help you right now during this time of unrest and unease in our world and our community and within ourselves due to the coronavirus, which by the way, I'm recording this on the fourth week in March, just so that you know the timeline. 
Now, this particular subject, which has been very popular lately, and rightfully so, since it's really maybe needed now more than ever before. And what I'm talking about is self-care. And it's not exactly what you think it will be. So hold on. (laughs) Which, if you've looked on Instagram, the hashtags, the hashtag self-care has been tagged nearly 25 million times. There were nearly 25 million posts when I looked that up today. So it's clearly something that people are seeking out and that people need. Really looking for ways to soothe and comfort themselves and kind of ground us in these uncertain times. As a kid, if someone had asked me what I thought self-care was, I probably would have said taking a bubble bath. And I guarantee that comes from the Calgon commercials from the 70s. Did you ever see those? I remember one that starts off with a frazzled woman who's totally stressed out. Her life is making her crazy. And she says, the traffic, the boss, the baby, the dog. And then she calls out, that does it. Calgon, take me away. And the next shot is of her relaxing in a giant Calgon bubble bath. The only relief she can find and all her troubles are melting away. (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing if it really worked out like that? Well, while taking a bubble bath or a bath itself can be a great way to decompress and relax and is definitely a great option for self-care, real balanced self-care is so much more than a bubble bath. I decided that self-care is about caring for the whole self, mind, body, and soul. And in order for us to care for ourselves in a balanced way that can meet all of our needs, I want to share with you what I call the self-care super six. And these six areas of self-care come from the self-care wheel from Olga Phoenix, Phoenix, from the Olga Phoenix Project. And this was actually given to me by a mental health professional, so it is a reputable source. And the six areas of a balanced approach to self-care, or caring for the whole self, are as follows. First personal care, second, spiritual care, third, emotional care, four, psychological care, fifth, physical care, and sixth, professional care. So let's dive a little deeper into each of these areas. The first of the super six areas of balanced self-care is personal care. Now, when we want to get to know another person, it comes pretty easily to ask them questions to get to know them. But when it comes to ourselves, I doubt that we've ever asked those same questions to ourselves. Do you feel like you really know yourself? And what I mean is, have you ever really taken the time to look at who you really are, what you like, what you don't like? and what you really want out of life? 
this area of personal self-care can really go as deep as you want it to, to really get to know yourself. And personal self-care can also be about other people that are associated with you, like fostering relationships with people in your family or your spouse or your friends. And it can also be about making and working toward personal goals that you want for yourself or ways that you express yourself, like if you are a writer or a singer, or maybe you express yourself through dance. My niece is a beautiful dancer, and I love to watch her dance. And you can actually feel the emotion that she's expressing through her dancing. It's pretty amazing. Well, this might be just the perfect time, since many of us have a lot of extra home time right now to take a minute to reflect on who you are and what you really want out of your life. So what does personal self-care look like for you? And just to let you know, I will include the specific activities that they suggested in the show notes um, that you can find on our blog once the notes are posted. So I'll tell you about that at the end. Now, the next area on the self-care wheel is spiritual care. Spirituality can mean different things to different people, and each of us can find spiritual connection in different ways. I personally attend church and find a lot of spiritual connection there, and I also build my spirituality when I pray or read from the scriptures and when I serve other people. I also find spiritual connection when I am out in nature. I have so much gratitude for this beautiful world and can find so much peace being outside, just breathing the fresh air or sitting by the ocean or walking through an old growth forest. There's nothing better. I just love it so much. So what does spiritual self-care look like for you? The third area of this life-balanced view of self-care is emotional. Now, we often hear people say, they are so emotional, emo, (laughs) like it's a bad thing. But emotions are such a good thing. Instead of thinking of emotions as something negative, think of how diverse and amazing our emotions can be. Now, this category definitely fits the definition of needing a good cry, like I did on Saturday. And sometimes, frankly, the only way to release some of those feelings that you have bottled up is to let them out by crying. I mean, babies cry when they don't have words, and that can also be the same for adults, right? We also need to be purposeful in finding the good emotions right now. Moments of joy, saying I love you, and remembering to laugh. It's okay to be happy. Please laugh more. What makes you laugh? Do more of that. It's easy to get caught up in the negative emotions right now, but there are so many good ones to tap into. So what might emotional self-care look like for you? 
The fourth area of balanced self-care is psychological. Now, when I first read about this area, I wondered how this was really any different than the last area that we just talked about, emotional, since we associate psychology with our minds, mental health, and emotions. But after thinking about this for a minute, and my psychology background was kicking into full swing, I realized that this area of self-care is kind of the overarching heading to all the other areas. I see focusing on our psychological health as how we perceive and process our thoughts and feelings about all the other areas of the self. And really this makes sense since some of the recommended activities in this area of psychological care are things like self-reflection, therapy, and journaling. But I also love that it includes activities outside of ourselves like relaxing in the sun or working in the garden. What is good for our psyche might be getting outside or getting our hands in the dirt. The mind-body connection is a real thing, and I think that applies to this area of self-care. So what does psychological self-care look like for you? The fifth area of self-care we should have as part of our overall health and well-being is physical. Of course, the first thing that came to my mind as far as physical self-care was exercising. And I thought, oh, no, no, thank you. I think that's a typical reaction if you're looking at exercise as a have to do. But if I look at it from a like to do perspective, I love taking walks and hiking through the woods and paddling around in the water on our kayak. And if that's considered exercise, sign me up. The have-to-do kinds of exercise take a little more convincing for me. But the truth is, physical self-care can be about exercise, but it's also much more than that. Physical self-care is also ensuring that you have physical safety and that you take care of your body through eating healthy and have regular medical care, and also making sure that you do things that allow you to embrace, move, and love your body. Bubble baths are in this category. <laughs> and our soft face cloths and skincare routines and beauty are also in this category. Taking trips, doing yoga, taking a nap, learning a new skill... All of those are also in this category. There are so many fun ways to practice physical self-care. So what does physical self-care look like for you? The last of the super six self-care areas for a balanced approach to self-care is professional. Now this area seems to imply that you are working outside the home. But don't think for a minute that people who manage their home and family as their work 
don't need this too. The work that you do every day, no matter in or out of your home, whether with or without a paycheck, is important and has value. So you might need to interpret these things according to your own personal situation. As someone who runs my own business, some of these areas that they were discussing don't apply to me and others do, but I just need to modify them to meet my personal situation since I don't have a boss directing my work. Hallelujah, I'm the boss. I feel lucky to be able to make the plans that I do. Let's say I want to take time out for lunch one day. I can do that. I don't have to eat at my desk unless I chose to. I can take sick and mental health days and vacation days as I need to. And I can plan out my work and career as I see fit. And now I'm not the best at working, not working overtime. And it's hard to leave work at home when I do it from home. But the bottom line is, if we don't take charge of our personal needs within our professional life, we can get burned out, resentful, feel unappreciated, and taken advantage of. Now, I do have to say one huge pet peeve of mine that I have about working for someone else And I've had many jobs in the past where I've worked for other people. But it is so calm. The common attitude toward an employee taking sick and vacation days is that if you do that, you are a slacker. And that is simply not true. That drives me crazy. So I'm here to tell you that sick and vacation days are meant to be taken And you have permission and you need to be taking these days off when you need them. Now, it doesn't make you a slacker to stay home when you're sick, especially right now. If you're sick, it is absolutely necessary to stay home. It does not make you a slacker to take a mental health day when you feel burned out. It does not mean you are a slacker for taking a few days off to go to the beach. It makes you a healthy person who cares about yourself more than you care about what someone else's false opinion is of you for taking that time off. Now, I know right now many of you have lost your jobs or you are required to stay at home and not be able to work. And so these things that I'm talking about don't specifically apply to this particular difficult time that we're going through with the coronavirus. Just know that I am aware of that and how I certainly have compassion toward the people that are struggling right now with their work. So know that we are all thinking of you. Now, back to taking time off. It can also be beneficial to your work during regular seasons when you can take time off that it actually makes you more productive than if you are running nonstop at full speed and don't take breaks. So bottom line for me, employers need to be so much better 
about encouraging their employees to take their sick time and vacation time and supporting it and not making people feel bad for doing it. Other areas of professional self-care can be learning to set boundaries, creating a network of support, or even furthering your skills to enhance the type of work you do, whether it's in or out of the home. And I just have to say, if you manage your home as your work, home organizing could fit here. I've heard great things about Lisa Woodruff's Organize 365 program that allows you to follow step-by-step instructions to get your homes and lives back in order. So that counts. And you might want to check that out if that sounds like something that you would be interested in or need right now. So what might professional self-care look like for you? So how are you feeling about these six areas of self-care? Have you ever thought about it this way before? Are there certain areas that you feel you need to make a priority? I know I tend to gravitate to doing my favorite things most often. And while that's not a bad thing, I've been trying to branch out into the other areas because the point of this is to really look at self-care in a balanced way to try to meet a variety of needs in your life. So I'd love to hear what your thoughts are right now about how you've been able to help yourself feel a little more balanced despite our current circumstances. I'd love to hear what you think about these six areas and if there are things in particular that you want to focus on right now. You can leave comments on our blog's show notes page and you can find that at fairfacewashcloths.blogspot.com Click on the podcast tab and look for Fairface Podcast Episode 7, The Self-Care Super 6. And you can also find me on social media. I would love to connect with you there. I tend to hang out on Instagram the most, um, but I am on Facebook as well. And that's at Fairface Washcloths. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths. So thanks again so much for being here. And I sure wish all of you safety and good health and happiness right now. And I hope that you can take some time to reflect on what areas of self-care you might be needing right now and take some time to focus on that. And remember, we are all in this together. And one day this too shall pass is what I just have to keep believing and telling myself. So wishing you all the best and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. 
and I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.